this is Hotshot Danny Duggan, leader of Team Jacked and Fanny Packed, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. This is Hotshot Danny Duggan. Join us as CWE celebrates nine damn years. The ninth anniversary tour, May 10th through June 3rd, across five Canadian provinces. Check out cwecanada.ca for more information. This is Ryan Bowman, editor-in-chief of TheGorillaPosition.com, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. The J&K Podcast is brought to you by CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Collar and Elbow was founded on the traditional values of professional wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product intended to connect with people on an emotional level. A symbiotic relationship where one cannot flourish without the other. We strive to create a product that embodies our passion for professional wrestling expressed through street fashion. Make sure to use our offer code JKPODCAST and get yourself 10% off any purchase you make at CollarAndElbowBrand.com. And thegorillaposition.com, telling the stories of pro wrestling's storytellers, its biggest stars, its movers and shakers, their families, their friends, and their friends' families, their tragedies, and their triumphs, its legends, and its future. Make sure and check out thegorillaposition.com and follow them on social media. All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Carafel here on the J&K Podcast. What is going on, everybody? What's up, guys? So we're one night removed from CW here live in Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. And we will get into all that uh, awesomeness because it was if you had a chance to miss it. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about uh, some other stuff as well. Let us go to a, a blast from the past here. And this is a, a classic that, believe it or not, we haven't played on this podcast. And this is... Probably one of the more infamous um, moments, not just in WWE, but in professional history. Let us look at, and let's, sorry, listen to yep. <laughs> the unforgettable debut of The Shockmaster. As promised. Hey, 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 no, 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 hey, no, no, hey, no, 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 Before you get carried away, who their special tag team partner is, brother. You You better cool down. Now you shut up. I'll cool down when I want to, Sting. It seems to me, if you was as smart as you act like you are, you wouldn't have waited this close to war games to tell everybody who your partner is. Well, do you want me to tell you what I'm talking? No, you shut shut up up. what I'm talking. What the hell are you doing? Come on, baby. No! I'm gonna tell them! Tell the people! 
Okay, so, you know, given, you know, that what it is, you know, th- there is, you know, when you, when you look at this, there's actually a lot to, to, you know, no other than that moment. First of all, in that scene, you have Ric Flair, you have Sting, you have British Bulldog, you have uh, Miami Heat, uh, Booker T, and, yeah. and his brother, and uh, Psycho Sid, and, uh, you know, uh, you have uh, Dusty Rhodes involved with this as well. You yes. have uh, Fred Oddman, who actually a, a very well liked person in the professional wrestling business, uh, teamed up with uh, Earthquake as Typhoon with the Natural yep. Disasters, you know. And given this happening, he actually, you know, post, you know, uh, wrestling career, you know, once he, you know, put it into his in-ring uh, time, he really used this character to his advantage. <laughs> he, he really has. And I mean, I, I need to, because you people are listening to this, if you haven't uh, seen this before, I need to give you some context. Yeah. So w- what actually happens is uh, Fred Ottman, yep. who plays the character of the Shockmaster, uh-huh. is behind a wall. Yeah. And then you hear Sting, and he's talking about, you know, oh, you're going to get shocked, and here's our partner, the Shockmaster, yep. right? And then he, he comes out from the wall. He essentially breaks through the wall, trips over the wall (laughs) falls down and as he falls down his helmet that he's wearing that's like a glittery silver glittery stormtrooper helmet falls off yeah so (laughs) i mean it's it's it was hilarious to see do we know if he was supposed to go through the wall like that yes yeah 100 percent. he was supposed to go through the wall it wasn't um like the the wall was gimmicked mm-hmm. and 100% he was supposed to go through it. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I guess, you know, when they were starting to come up with this, Dusty said, you know, find something like a stormtrooper helmet. But they took him literally and they got exactly that. Yeah. And it just put glitter on it. It, it. It's it's very obvious when you look at the picture of what it is. I mean, I mean, it's 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 a real standout moment, you know, especially in WWE history and professional wrestling history in general. It's one of those things where I think any wrestling fan will never forget that. Oh, definitely not. 
And speaking of not forgetting things, uh, as we mentioned uh, before we uh, played that bit, we got to see some live professional wrestling in person here, CWE, back in Sault Ste. Marie last night on June 4th. We definitely did. Uh, Danny Duggan. June 3rd, sorry. Yeah, June 3rd. Danny Duggan had had come to the uh, Sault Ste. Marie area. Yeah. And from there, he brought forth again his Canadian Wrestling's Elite. Right. Right. And a, a plethora of people, different people this time that came through. So it was just amazing to see. We got for the first time, we got women's match yes. uh, that happened here in Sault Ste. Marie. Um, we had not the headliner that we were expecting, but we got Too Cold Scorpio oh, yeah. or Flash Funk, Flash Funk yeah. um, here in the suit. And he performed. He, he got did. into the ring and he actually performed. So he can still go. He oh yeah, he definitely can. And I, I got to meet with a lot of these guys behind the behind the scenes and whatnot. And uh, Scorpio, I mean, really, really nice guy. And you'll hear actually in an upcoming episode, uh, we'll be adding him uh, to the intro of the uh, the podcast as well. So stay tuned to hear that. Definitely had, had some fun recording that uh, that promo with him. Uh, we had we had a, a cool moment, and uh, you know, just uh, in general, I mean, everybody. Um, performing last night, did a good job. Even our local friends, Diego and Vinny Da Vinci, both stepping up and both doing very well. And it was interesting, you know, if you um, heard about what was kind of going on in the air, there was actually some traffic issues, uh, to say the least, uh, north of the city. And it resulted in some of the guys getting in kind of late, but uh, they got in and, you know, we were still able to get the whole show in. So it was, it was really up in the air for a little while, but thankfully, you know, it was uh, a good deal, and it still ended up being really good. So it did. I mean, Danny Duggan himself had actually posted onto Facebook that uh, there there was an accident, and unfortunately, there there was a fatality that happened on the road. And originally, they were told that they were not going to be making it. Um, yeah. Fortunately. The road opened up, and they were able to come through. They were able to make it. Uh, Danny actually put onto Facebook that they made it with enough time for them to change, wrestle, and go. And go, yep. So thankful that they were able to make it. Not so thankful that there had to be such a tragedy on the highway that kept them backed up. Um, So our condolences go out to that family that that's in this time suffering. Yeah. Um, but thankfully we were able to get Danny and everybody here safe as well. And everything went off essentially without a hitch. Everything seemed to be very well. There were a couple of issues that, you know, we're not going to nitpick about, No, but you got to remember this was, I believe the 25th day that they were going. Mm-hmm. And, and that's 25 days straight yeah. that they were going from all the way from out in BC all the way through to us here. Yeah. We were their last stop. Yeah. So again, as we've mentioned before on our other podcasts, after they come through kudos to Danny and kudos to yeah. the Canadian wrestling elite for just doing that. I mean, yeah. it, that's a feat in its own and to all the workers that came you know, there were some from England. There were some from the U.S. There, there was yeah. um, met up with uh, one of the workers there, uh, Maddie Madison Miles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she 
came came from Newfoundland. Yeah. Right. Like she's. Dude, I haven't heard know, like that match that she had. I haven't heard. I've heard chops come from male wrestlers that oh. weren't as as well done and as loud and as much of a thud than than she was pulling off. I mean, I mean you know, and she's not a big husky woman. She's you know a fit. You know what you would expect. You know the you know not sorry. Not, I wouldn't word it as you know your typical female wrestler, but you know not you know not the really big kind of husky one. But I mean, just somebody. It, it was surprising when she when she did that. Like, and I was sta- we were standing a fair ways back. I mean, I, I felt that just standing on the crowd. You it, know, it they, definitely they did a was. good job. It wasn't your WWE diva stuff. They, no. they put on a wrestling match. They did, and throughout the tour, Madison Miles actually had had worked a little bit with uh, Tasty mm. Travis, Tasty Travis Cole. They did some entertainer stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I was watching one of those, and she was chopping Tasty Travis <laughs> like there was no tomorrow, yep. and yep. they looked and sounded hard. Yep. So kudos to her. You know, she she's only 18 years old, yeah. And she has made it this far in the wrestling business already. Wrestling Canada, yeah. wrestling in the U.S., wrestling over in England. Like, it's just phenomenal that yeah. at 18 years old, doesn't matter how young you are, you can achieve a dream. And she did it. And I will say again, you know, for the third time, you know, that we've had a uh, chance to see CWE here in Sault Ste. Marie. Again, I have to say, you know, as opposed to going to like a concert or any of these other kind of uh, things like that, usually you see some shenanigans going on, some fights, some kind of lewd kind of behavior and activity. When you go to one of these shows, like I can't speak for every independent wrestling show out there, but when it comes here, it just, it feels like everybody's getting together and it's just like everybody's enjoying it. It's, it's a nice atmosphere. There's nobody you know, looking to cause any fights or bar fights or like soccer riots or anything like that. People are going there to enjoy themselves and, it, and it's it's like a family get-together. Yeah, almost. that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like a family <clears throat> reunion. Yeah. Everybody, because they're only coming here and because we're only getting the professional wrestling here in Sault Ste. Marie yep. once every you know six months right now, um, it's like a big family reunion. Everybody yep. that's a wrestling fan, you know, comes out and hopefully now that we've had some, a uh, little bit more exposure when it comes to, uh, some online news sites that came out to the show, took some pictures. Uh, one was there doing some video stuff like that. Hopefully that will get some more exposure. And when they come back in November, November 19th, Sunday, November 19th, is it 19th or 18th? November 19th is the date that I saw. So, Okay, I think it. I think it's the 18th. Is it? Let's take a look here, quick, just for for a minute with all of you guys here. November 18th is the okay. Sunday, so there. That's when they're so going to sh- be here. So it should be the 18th, right? Yes. Yeah. So definitely looking forward to that. And you know, as soon as we know who that uh, headliner is going to be, you know, we have some insider knowledge there with our friend Danny Duggan. We'll of course be uh, one of the first ones to let you know. What's going to be and uh, prediction wise, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> I know at this point, no clue. I mean, whoever Danny gets, honestly, it's never hasn't been a disappointment yet. No, so I know it's going to be somebody good. He has some pull in, in the uh, the industry, obviously, so it's going to be somebody good regardless. And, oh, a hundred percent. Way so, yeah. Now uh, continue on to something. You know, we're not doing much WWE talk today. We'll get to a little bit of something to wrap up the episode, but recently I signed up for Honor Club. And I have to say, uh, well, the website, if you're on a computer, is going to be rohwrestling.com, or you can get the Ring of Honor app on your Android or your iOS device. 
Windows phones and that kind of stuff, I don't know. I honestly don't know if they have anything available for that, but so far I got to say an impressive amount of content. It's not as huge everything as WW, but what they have is very, very good and very simply laid out and just no no filler, all thriller. In case you guys... <laughs> That's where I can kind yeah, of put it. Yeah. In case you guys uh, couldn't really tell there, um, Honor Club is part of Ring of Honor Wrestling and Honor Club is a pay-for subscription service that allows you to see pay-per-views and other streaming content that they have from their uh, previous shows to their latest show to different um, collections that they put together from guys like CM Punk and Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen as he was known back then. Um, An amazing service. I was able to find that on my tablet, I have an Android Samsung tablet. I had to use the website. There was not an app available Mm -hmm. from the Play Store for my tablet. Cool. So just so that you people know. But yeah, uh, CM Punk, uh, some stuff on there. And then recently, you know, you get to watch guys like Dalton Castle, Marty Skrull, uh, Adam Page, a guy who's yeah. really kind of stepping up currently. And just the ROH roster, like every time I watch, you know, when you look in the archive, just the regular ROH weekly shows, I believe that's archived all the way back to the original episode. Oh, really? And then you have all the current uh, live stuff like Super Card of Honor and stuff like that. Just not... A huge amount of content, but what they have, like when you watch Ring of Honor Wrestling, if if you are somebody who's just watched WWE and you're kind of angry or you're not satisfied with the content, check out Ring of Honor Honor Club because it's the same price as the WWE Network, and you just get just wrestling. <laughs> you don't get any other crap or any other filler or any of the reality shows or any yeah. of that kind of stuff. If that's something you're looking for, then this might not be your cup of tea. But if you want to just watch real good independent style wrestling but with a little bit more production value and some of the best talent in the business right now arguably in the young bucks as well i mean you can go on on the briscoes i mean yep. they have an oppressive roster there and you throw in on top of that a bunch of the new japan people who show up on a regular basis there now yes. wow <laughs> definitely it is and and like big joe was saying there i mean if if you like the camp wwe and you know the yeah. ride-alongs and and that type of stuff then obviously wwe network is going to be for you yeah. but uh, i mean you're not going to get any of that with ring of honor wrestling no um and in wwe you're not going to get somebody like martinez yes punishment, punishment martinez. martinez if you enjoy watching like impressive physical feature, you're going to see a guy who is basically like Baron Corbin, maybe even a little bit bigger than him size doing all the powerhouse kind of moves. But then you throw on top of it, he's able to do moves like a, that, that almost kind of ricochet style kind of moves. I mean, it is, he's an impressive character to watch and in the ring he has got, he is in my opinion, the complete package and you know, is one of the best things kind of going in Ring of Honor, despite even you have like Dalton Castle. I mean, just a guy who uh, it's a very different character and the guy can go in the ring. There's, there's so much good to talk and sit here and talk for an hour about how cool Ring of Honor is. And if I've only yeah. been watching for a couple of weeks and so really kind of getting into Ring of Honor, because so far I've just been kind of keeping it at arm's length distance away because, you know, growing up such a WWE fan, you know, but 
I'm watching this more in WWE now, and, and just the content and the wrestling that they put out is awesome. It's like WWE mixed in with independent wrestling with all the extra fluff that we hate taking out. Taking out, gone. It's awesome. Yeah. So do yourself fair and check it out price-wise. It's the same. You have a very good alternative there. You do. Now, to end off the episode here, Carl, we are going to talk a little bit of WWE, and it's something that... that in my opinion, is a little concerning. Sure. It does have to do with WWE's partnership with Fox coming up in 2019. They've been throwing a bunch of money to the report that I'm seeing is actually not $1 billion, but $2 billion. Yeah. That's and huge. Apparently, the Fox network also wants 205 Live in NXT. On Fox. On Fox. Wow. So they would basically have all their shows, and the WWE Network would be left with just the reality stuff. Pretty much. That, I mean, that's exactly what it would bye be. Bye-bye WWE Network. There's there's no reason to have it anymore if that happens. Well, not necessarily. So the, the pay-per-views. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got the pay-per-views, but they have been working on and trying to get into the mix... <clears throat> A WWE UK. Yeah, they are working towards So, that. yeah. So, that would be a perfect opportunity then for WWE UK to make debut on the WWE Network yeah. where we can see UK-based wrestlers wrestling in the UK mm-hmm. underneath the WWE name and True. brand, right? Yeah, because there's been, uh, you know, and I think that uh, Pete Dunne, I think he still does some wrestling outside of the WWE. Yeah. He's one of those guys. Progress that, uh, and stuff. I, I don't know what kind of special deal he has or what the deal is or what, maybe it's something to do with that particular title or just, it, he's um, kind of a black sheep almost kind of in the WWE. He kind of seems to be able to do what he wants and then still able to do WWE stuff. It's interesting to say this because I think he's one of the only guys that, that kind of has that, you know, outside of Brock Lesnar, but he just, you know, stays in WWE and just kind of comes and goes and does the UFC once in a while. Yeah, um, I don't he's know. I, I, I think I'd have to. I think I'd have to kind of take a look into that. But I think um, a majority of the UK guys uh, have been able to kind of go to other promotions and do things yeah. because I think it's it's more of a matter of the WWE going, okay. You're under contract with us, yeah. But we have nothing, so keep up your skill and go work, yeah. Right? And I mean, if they're allowing them to go to these other promotions, bring the belt, you know, it's going to bring yeah. some more light to the WWE and to the UK Championship, especially if they're over there, yeah. Right? Which is then going to draw more people to the WWE when they do another UK championship coming up very soon yeah. or start a UK branded show. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I think it's all publicity. I really do. And Pete Dunn is the perfect guy for it. For sure. He is yeah. 100% the perfect guy to go out there and do the publicity um, and carry that belt. Uh, I hate how he actually physically carries it. It's, but a, it's a shtick. I know it is. Uh, I know it is. For me, it just I know it's me. always bugged you, but oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's always been part of his character. For people so. who don't know, what he does is he takes the uh, the, the belt and he puts the belt, the, the, the strap in his mouth and he holds it in his mouth as it's coming down towards the ground. Yeah. Um, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> but looking past that, he's, he's the perfect guy to be able to do that. 
for sure. Uh, I have a feeling that, uh, you know, when it comes to that particular deal, not with him, but maybe just the UK guys, that either Vince is not involved or he doesn't know what's going on. Because we already know he's out of touch and doesn't pay attention to NXT. We know that now. Yep. Now, when it comes to this part, he's either oblivious or doesn't, or legitimately doesn't know, or he has just said, whatever. I don't know. It's very, it'd be very unvince like to say, no, you can go work for another promotion. Vince doesn't do that. No, he, he doesn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't. No, no, I, no, 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 no. I, I think you're right when you say that he is totally oblivious to what's going on. Um, and doesn't know uh, 100%. More than, diff- more than one level, trust me. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think Triple H has proven himself enough with NXT that Vince is kind of pulling back a little bit more and going, yeah. you want to do something in the UK? Yeah. Okay, I trust you, do it. Yeah. And leaving it at that. <laughs> at least we can hope and think maybe that's what's yeah. going on. Because, you know, that's the way it seems. And not to, you know, I, I know Vince is kind of an easy target to kind of poke on, you know, and, and you know, to be perfectly fair, you know, we have to recognize too that, you know, he has done a lot of, lot of good, you know, yet not every, not every idea is going to be a home run. And Vince is a perfect example of that, that million dollar thing that he did and stuff like that, calling and then hanging up with people, not realizing ringtones and messages and that kind of stuff. And yeah. Bring out big, huge Indian wrestlers to do this bit with you and stuff like that. Just a lot of stuff that he did didn't make sense. Uh, killing himself off, essentially, and then saying, "No, I'm, I didn't die. I exploded in a car, but I'm fine." You know, there's some weird, wacky stuff that's happened, but you know, in retrospective, a lot of it is still pretty entertaining and funny. And uh, yeah, Vince has made mistakes, but who hasn't? Right? Vince is a billion dollar genius. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we, I mean, we can criticize you know, to an extent, yep. but we still 100% have to have yeah. to praise the man for yeah. what he's done because if he didn't take the reins from his dad and, you know, continue on and try out yeah. a WrestleMania, we, 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 I don't think we would have what we have today in the professional wrestling world. Going on exactly with that, he created the, the wrestling character that any person on this planet would recognize as a wrestler, and that is Hulk Hogan. Yes. Because, yes, John Cena and Rock are recognized, but still to this day, when you mention the word Hulk Hogan, probably to almost anybody on this planet, they know, obviously they probably know his actor, but probably the first thing they would say, he was a wrestler. Yep. So it's the fact that Vince created that shows you right there, that obviously you know, the man knew it, you know what I mean? And that kickstarted this whole deal. Oh yeah, right, so hundred percent. So yeah, some some good uh, conversation this weekend. Of course, you know, having the chance to see uh, wrestling live here in person again—that's just a bonus. Oh, it's on 100%. top of what we get to do, and uh, you know, to have these uh, all these partnerships and uh, connections and friends with uh, everybody—you know—that's just another another bonus. Oh as yeah, well. and oh, just yeah. it's uh, it just makes doing this even more funner. I know that's not a term, but I can use it. <laughs> I don't care. It's funner. <laughs> So, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to, like I said, as soon as we know what's going more with that November show, we'll give you some details. Um, briefly, before we finish up, All In, still no update on the card. Still, nope. as far as I know, that the one, the title for title match, still, <laughs> you know what we know that's, about. That's it. So, uh, hopefully, they're still working on us and are just going to throw it together at the last minute because it's 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 a big deal and they need to plan it properly and make it good. Yeah. I, I know it's going to be, but I just want to see them rush into it. So Definitely. All right, well, let's wrap up the episode here and you tell everybody about their social media and I will let everybody know where they can listen to us. Perfect. So if you guys want to make sure that you are following 
when CWE will be here next and who they are going to have, you need to make sure that you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we can be found at JK Podcasts. That's with an S at the end. JK Podcasts for everything JK Podcast. You even get to see some pictures, including us with Danny Duggan and me getting choked up by two cold Scorpio. That's right. That's worth it just right there. And, of course, where you can find us to listen to us, of course, on Podbean, where we had the recent pleasure of being featured and still a very cool thing when I look back on that. And you can also be found, uh, we can be found on iTunes, Google Play Music, YouTube, and, of course, most of the other podcatchers out there. You type in the John Carl Podcast, it will be one of the, if not the first one that shows up there. That's right. All right. Well, we will see you guys on the next one. Ciao. This is the Top Gun Chase Brood, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. This is ECW original, the enforcer, C.W. Anderson. I'm listening and always listen to Turnbuckle Talk with Joe and Carl, not only because I'm an Anderson, because these guys are extreme.